1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Backers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
2: Yeah, welcome to Sports Day. Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler here, just trying to keep you up to date and trying to find out ourselves, all the latest on what's going on with COVID and lockdowns and everything else, Scotty Sattler and there has been some changes in the NRL today uh, for this weekend's
3: games. Yeah, there it has. It's a huge move by the the NRL after the game has moved to level two restrictions. Um, and we spoke about this last night and actually when we got off air, there was some rumours that were starting to surface that the Gold Coast Titans, the Canberra Raiders... The Cowboys and also the Cronulla Sharks were having to relocate to Sydney. Now, as of this morning, as we know, unless you've been under a rock all day, that has been confirmed, there'll be a double header at Net Strata Jubilee Stadium on Saturday afternoon. It's good
2: news for the Raiders because, yeah, sometimes you can go to the Gold Coast in, in party mode. Won't do the same when you're going to I tell proper. you what,
3: the Gold Coast probably won't mind it because... The Canberra Raiders are a little bit of a bogey side for the Gold Coast Titans, so mm. to get them off their home soil, it mightn't be a bad thing. Yes,
2: Steve Mitchell from the uh, the Gold Coast Titans, he's the CEO. He's going to join us uh, very soon. Oh, the other big news, sets you'd be shatting about This Blues Fest, late cancellations. Do you know oh, what, I've
3: never, ever been. Haven't you been to Blues never, Fest? No, I've never been to a music festival. Any music festival? Ever, and I shan't be going one. Coachella? No. You Even could, know where that is? You could give me a free ticket to was it the burning man in the desert or whatever it may be i wouldn't go what oh just too many people around it's just and you, you but what if you were
2: a performer because i know you see yourself as a bit of a singer you wanted to go on well that's singing different singing with the stars that's or whatever different. it is
3: that's different okay. but no, i i just i don't like being in and amongst big crowds you don't like crowds so, yeah claustrophobic no not claustrophobic just some too many dickheads oh up? Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. What you saying,
2: everyone that was going to Blues Fest. No, Seriously. not everyone.
3: There's just there'll be one or two that'll be under the influence of something and oh. then all of a sudden they do At something. A blues and, fest? Um, are you kidding? No, nah, that would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: um this is no there's no segue in this one. Danny Baderish is going to join us as well from Newcastle. <laughs> um I I think he was going to the fight tonight. But yeah, Tim Zo fight. But I'm He won't be allowed to do I don't think. I don't think they'll have to be up because they're in lock they're stage two, which yeah. means you can't go and mix with all of those. What'd you call them? No, don't say it again. Um, so he won't be. He won't be uh, heading to the fight. But uh, yep. head of round four in the Newcastle Knights. Uh, their game. Hey, twenty six years ago today, Scotty mm-hmm. Sattler, a big, big time in sports. So nineteen ninety five, early in the season, Super League. Yeah, boom. it was
3: after a bit. It was around round three, round four, actually. I remember oh, when it got yes. announced that uh, there's this new concept where players would be walking down the main street of China and they would be <laughs> well, superstars. Well, there's only one
2: main street in China. Yeah. Of so, Beijing.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, didn't eventuate. It was meant to kick off in 1996. Didn't happen. Mm. And I remember – Big in Tokyo, but not in Beijing. I remember uh, round one of 1996, if you played for a team that was an ARL team against a team that had allocated themselves or preferred themselves with Super League, you had a buy.
2: Yes. Yeah. Right. They, they just didn't one. let them play. Didn't let them play. Locked them out. Um, were you a fan? I don't know about that, uh, producer Woogie. I don't know if there was too many fans of Super League or uh, or what happened. There. But what are your memories? You can give us a, a buzz. 0477-736-736 uh, is our text line. I didn't mind the
3: concept badge. I didn't mind... The concept of Super League. I I, I didn't mind I where the game happened. I didn't know. I didn't mind where the game wanted to go. Yes, yeah. yes,
2: but it uh it was it was an ugly, ugly time for a number of years, wasn't it? Uh, Oprah's going to join us again, I believe. Um, is she here? Is she no, actually arrived yet a shift? In. She's okay. not here. No, mm. she's lost. She's always, what? Oh, there oh, she, is. Yeah, she is. Good on you. Sorry, Oprah. and we'll take your calls Sorry and texts to judge you. Uh, on anything you like. Zero four double seven seven three
3: six. Seven, three, six. Hey, Badge, Scott. also in our hot topic tonight, Australia's most painful losses in sport. Now, we've we spoken about the most embarrassing moments and, and ones we're not proud of over the years, you know, the underarm, whatever it may be. Super League. Yeah, but the painful losses, the cruel losses in sport. And I'll give you an what, example. What, what what brought that on? I'd, well, I, I saw I something on Twitter a couple meeting. of days ago uh, about some of the, the cruelest losses in Australian sport across all Ooh. formats. And I, I'll tell you one, Jane Saville, 2000 walk. And she was the world champion. At the Olympics?
2: Yep. Oh, was she ripped off or what? She was coming in She broke into, into 15 metres of jog and that's it. They just <laughs> yeah. said, no, nah,
3: you're out. She came... The, the memories no, are, she did that. Actually. And the the images of her crying after going into the tunnel as they went to go into the stadium for the last lap and she was so far ahead to win the gold medal and all of a sudden the judge stepped out and put the red oh, wonder, card in front of her. I wonder
2: That was how, cruel. If, if she if she can talk about it yet, 21 mm. years ago, the most shattering moment oh. of her sporting career. I'm, I've got no doubt at all, but so uh, the
3: most painful, losses some more or cruel. terrible losses, yeah. uh,
2: like in, in, in the ashes, uh, in the cricket, in, uh, in tennis. Uh, what happened in, Paddy uh, Patty cash. Um, what was the other bloke? The poo, the poo got beaten in, uh, did you he? too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, tell us what you've got. Um, Along Up until 1983, geez, we can never win that America's Cup. Mm. But um, what was the most painful loss that you know? Hey, let's do this.
1: Sports Day Sports Update.
2: Ah, yes, Scotty Sattler. What's brewing for Four Pines Brewing Co., the official beer of Sports Day, with badge and sats? Titans uh, have had to relocate. As you said, doubleheader at Net Strata Jubilee this Saturday afternoon. So... Is it Cowboys Sharks first? In, and that was the order of those games. Yep, it was going to be mm. Cowboys Sharks uh, followed by the Titans and Raiders. Uh, that's a that's a big blow. We are going to talk to uh, Steve Mitchell, the CEO, soon, but <laughs> what? they were expecting about eighteen thousand. Yeah,
3: what are the Sharkies! It was their home game in the sunshine on the Sunshine Coast this Saturday. They will actually get to go home to officially. It
2: re- <laughs> <laughs> is their home stadium now. <laughs> yeah, Cogra. Mm. Okay, um, Cowboys have. Some room in their salary cap, and they are apparently going to make a big play
3: for Adam Reynolds. Well, they'd put they'd put aside some money for for Jake Clifford, but obviously he signed with the Newcastle Knights, so that money...
2: He, want, he wants to backflip yeah. on it, but I don't think it's going to happen.
3: Yeah, and I wouldn't allow it to happen either. I, I think I'd, I'd just let him go, to be honest, because if you've got someone, and I know he's turning 31 in June or July this year, Adam Reynolds, but he's still got a lot of rugby league left in him. Mm. And it's exactly what they need. They need a, with a young coach, inexperienced coach like Toddy Payton, uh, as a head coach, they need another coach-type player that's on the field that can be an extension yeah, I, of his message. Good point. I agree yeah. with that. So um, looking at a three-year deal, I'm led to believe for mm. Adam Reynolds, uh, as opposed to the one-year deal that the Rabidos are offering at the moment Now you know, many believe that If it's going to be one year And his management's more or less saying If it's going to be one year Unfortunately he won't play In the Rabbitohs jersey ever again Which is sad Right. So
2: apparently they're having a conversation uh, This weekend uh, Reynolds' teammate Jai Arrow uh, Reckons Adam has some other priorities as well
0: I think getting to know Renault It, would, it doesn't phase him one bit And uh, obviously everyone at the club Is you know, he's our skipper. He's a, um, South Junior, who's been there for so long. Obviously, everyone would love to have him there, and, and I'm sure the club is doing everything in their power to, you know, to make sure that they keep him. And um, yeah, I personally know and Reno now it, it wouldn't worry him one bit. He's a, he's definitely a character, and I've never met honestly someone so annoying in my whole life where he's just constantly pestering people. And I reckon that his contract negotiations would probably be the last thing on his mind. I reckon the more things on his mind would be to annoy every
3: single one at the club before <laughs> for that. There you go. He's a punished little pest. He's an absolute Maybe pest. Maybe they won't let him go. You know, um, although his heart will always lie at Redfern, it is a business. He's got four children. You've got to worry about life after footy and. And setting yourself up financially, and many would say, "Why wouldn't he be doing it now? Because he's been playing in NRL for a lot of years." But it's mm. only the last few years he's really been able to sign for for decent money, reasonable money. So, as a rugby league player, I should say, not compared to the the average Australian, but in saying that, um, should, I wonder what
2: our listeners think. Should their should their club be chasing him? If
3: you were the Bulldogs,
2: Struggle Street, yeah, would you want him? Mm. Cowboys, we've heard Broncos, could they do with? Adam Reynolds in the halves there. I, th- mm. I think they're short a half. I know they've got a couple of options there, but uh, I think Anthony Milford might find himself at the back or on the bench. Dearden's going to come in. Yep. I'd, yeah, so w- what do you think? Other clubs, uh, mm, who, else, who else should be looking at him, Sets. Uh, Warriors.
3: I mean, they got Perhaps. Chanel, Harris, DeVita, but I mean, to have an experience... Arima was
2: very good last good week in, when the game opened up. In 580,
3: up. was sensational, mm. but... Uh, To have someone like him who can turn four into six on every occasion but also just put those kicks that he puts in and ties you down on your end of the field, it's just like like water torture.
2: I'm surprised he's not hot hot property. Yeah. And perhaps he is and we just don't know about it. And
3: once upon a time badge, 30 years of age is too old to re-sign someone. But 30 years of age is... It's still It's the old 25. You're right. You've still, got a lot your of, you've still got a lot of years left in your career at 30 yep. years of age with the way that sports science and recovery has gone. Oh, and he's never
2: going to tear a hamstring or a calf. They're so small.
3: <laughs> little steps. <laughs> yeah, right. too. You little, got steps. The little tiny you've got the little steps.
2: You go. Too. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uncapped Cowboys forward, R- Warimu Greg. Is that how you say it? Greg. So uh, set to join the Eels on a two year deal. Do you know much
3: about this lad? You're, yeah, good player. Big kid. The big forward. Yeah, big forward. Hasn't played, uh, hasn't played a lot of NRL, but um, he's got a lot of potential. Un- hasn't played, yeah, and yeah, you? yeah. He's uh, has, he's got a lot of potential. He's been in the system for a couple of years, but why, why yeah. would the Cowboys let him go? I mm, don't know. Okay, don't know.
2: Not, not not a uh,
3: not a priority either. Broncos
2: reportedly set to secure the services of star centre Katoni Stags. Spoke about this last week. Four year deal, seven hundred grand a year. Uh, it looks like it's
3: going to happen. Is that your male sats? Oh, I I don't know. I just I think that a two point eight million for four years at seven hundred thousand a year. Oh, it's about right. He's a great player. Good maths. Yeah, but in saying that, I think a year three, year four, he's unders. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So but is he
2: overs now or is that what he's no, worth? No, no, right I think now? that's what he's worth now right. on the
3: open market. Whether he plays centre or whether he wants to play five well, eight. He, well he should sign for, for fewer years then. Yeah, I
2: think yeah, his agree. manager thinks He's oh, 700 grand a year and growing. We'll mm. just sign for two years if they'll let you and back yourself in.
3: I agree. I I, I wouldn't be signing for four years mm. at 700 for Katoni well, Stags. I mean, he'll, you would like to think if he gets back on the field and is, is showing really good form leading into the origin, and he won't get many weeks under his belt before origin is picked. Yeah. Yeah, he'll he'll be front and centre when it comes to Freddie Fitler's discussions around who's in that side, whether he gets a spot on the bench, whatever it may be. But by season's end... If we've got, we got a test match, I don't think we have got a test. Oh, match. they're not, not sure yet, not confirmed. Yeah. But if there is, um, it could be a test player. Absolutely. Mm. So at seven hundred thousand, I think you're getting him at unders. So mm. the, I, I, I wouldn't think signing at seven hundred thousand after the Titans have reportedly offered him seven fifty. I would think that Broncos would have to pay more. Mm. Yeah, right. off the Titans. What's this
2: kid worth? Uh, we know Sam Walker is going to make oh, his yeah. uh, run on debut for the uh, for the Roosters this week, and apparently in the next couple of weeks, he's going to sign a multi year extension. Uh, that's going to be a pretty lucrative deal, I'd think, towards yeah. the back end of it.
3: I, now I, I don't know, but um, I've, I heard that Sammy Walker, out of school, signed a contract in excess of around two fifty a year. First year out of school, untried Mm -hmm. at senior level. Uh, If that's the case, and I mean this kid can play, he's going to have some some ups and downs really early on in his career. But you'll you'll see the (laughs) you'll see the you'll see his talent and just what he could potentially do very early on Mm. um, in these these games that he'll play, especially this debut this week. So a multi year extension. I mean, yeah, I, I I can't even imagine if he plays to if he this kid plays to his ability, um, I can't imagine how much he could possibly no, make could, out it of the No, it could game. be very, very good money. Yeah.
2: Certainly, the next uh, next few years. Mm. Uh, the NRL we heard uh, last night is going to introduce an 18th man. There's a few little uh, points to be resolved, in particularly around ha- who this 18th man is, and they're saying it uh, you know it should be an emerging emerging player. Someone within your squad or just on the fringe of your squad, what is an emerging player? Is the question that is we're kind of all wondering. I'll actually ask, um, will we ask Steve Mitchell about this one or, or Danny yeah, Bediris later yeah. on? Yeah, what is um, an
3: emerging player? Uh, an emerging player would be someone that's played less than X amount of NRL games, um. Yeah, you've got. Why, a,
2: why would it have to be – why would they s- well, be saying got, an emerging player well, rather a top,
3: than just a, an 18th? An well, you've got a mare. top 30 squad and mm. then you've got development players and your top 25 come off they, – they have to be paid a minimum amount of money. Then player 26 to 30 has played another minimum amount. Um, so um, I would think the emerging players maybe would be player – maybe player 18 to 25 oh, – sorry, 18 to 30. But maybe
2: why? Yeah, okay. So why couldn't it just be some an ex an eighteenth player that's that you've named you would normally pick? So in, in who just can't mean, make it. Let's say Herman SES, he can't make the Titans squad. Okay. Why couldn't he be the eighteenth man? Because, he's not an emerging player. No,
3: he's not. But because he has got a um, so far in his career, he's got a lot of NRL games under his yeah. belt. They might they might look at the experience of the player could be used as a potential X factor.
2: Okay, so therefore they're saying, we don't want you to be bringing on a player that's going to improve your team. So therefore the the coach is more likely to try to cheat the system and take someone off. I'll
3: give you an example. Katoni Staggs is due back, let's say he's due back this week or in your round five when this rule is going to commence. And instead of wanting to put him in the 17 and give him a lot of game time, you want to try and drip feed him back into the game with minimum amount of time. So you pick him as the 18th man? And then you have two HIAs and then 15 or 20 minutes to go and you're behind by two or four points. You get a third player to go down with a concussion and you put your strike player on the field to try and win the game in the last 15 right. or 20 minutes. So that's what we don't want. That's what we don't want. Okay. Yeah, so it's not going to force you to – and again, I hate saying it that coaches are going to try and rot the system and you'd like to think they won't. But, of course, everyone looks at ways of trying to bend any rule – and when it comes to sport, but what it's going to try and do is I'm not going to waste, try and waste a potential match winner for me on the field, a guy that's played a lot of NRL who's playing in my top 13 or 17. I'm not going to try and put him down and bring him off to put on a player who's got no experience whatsoever, mm. if that makes sense. All right. The well, Roosters, well, for example, they've got Joseph Suwali who could come on and be an X Factor.
2: Why don't you just do this? If someone goes off with of the HIA, yep. like the AFL, Compulsory 12-day break. You might miss two games. You definitely miss one. No, I think that's – Therefore, you're not going to go, hey, Jared Rear-Hargreaves or, um, you know, another David Clemmer. Yep. Go de- knock, someone's not going to whisper in his ear, hey, you, you've got a head knock. Yep. And where that's the worry, I think, from some – and I don't want to say it's coming from those clubs. I'm just using players as an example. You, you're not going to do that. Because he's not going to be available the next week, maybe two, if you've yeah. got a short turnaround. But I
3: think it, I think that's where they've hit the nail on the head by saying an emerging player. One, it, it drip feeds again talent into NRL earlier than probably what they're expecting, mm. which is a good thing. Um, but also, yeah, it nullifies that opportunity by telling a player to yeah, do whatever they've got to do to get that player on the field.
2: And it's three HIAs, yeah. so it's very rare it's going to happen. Yep. It's not going to happen very often. Exactly. Okay. Uh, a couple of things we need to get to before the break. Uh, Stand with Mossy uh, is the uh, the big event this weekend across the NRL through the men of league, and it's about helping out Mossy Massoy. Uh, we spoke to him last night. Uh, of course, he, he suffered a a, uh, a terrible spinal injury playing in England just over 12 months ago, and now he's got some uh, some big uh, issues that are going to be with him for the rest of his life. We spoke about the physical hurdles, then we asked him about uh, the, the the mental hurdles that he faces.
0: That was quite a ha- hands on dad, and um, you know, I've, I've, I've um, you know been able to do things with my kids. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that, that's probably one of the biggest hurdles at the moment. Um, I was fortunate enough to do it with them before my injury, the, the two girls, but. We've just had a newborn uh, just eight months ago, and he he drives me to try to get better, so I can hopefully take him to the park and push him on on the swings, oh. and you know um, take him for a walk myself, and think just little things like that. That just just being a dad and doing those normal normal day to day stuff. So um, yeah, they um, they help push me every day.
3: your life into perspective. shorter does. That interview yesterday yep. with Mossy Masoi, he was. Uh, he was open, he was candid. Uh, if you haven't heard the interview, please go find it on uh, on our podcast. Um, and he's inspirational, he's motivational, his road back to recovery has been really interesting to watch. And I, I'm just looking forward to this week, the exposure that it's going to get and the support that he and his beautiful family are hopefully going to get as well. So he can get back to Australia. Dig
2: deep, men of league, you go there and they give you some options. It's it's really simple to with the process and just give a bit give a bit of your, your money and your support and uh, it'll certainly... Go to a good cause. Injury update for Sudox Active Muscular and Joint Pain Relief Cream. Follow the directions for use. He needs some. This guy. Oh, Benny Hunt. Uh, he's going to miss four to six weeks. A scan has confirmed that he broke his leg. He played with that for the an, last. An,
3: imp- an impact injury. So it was on in about contact. Minutes? Yeah, I called this game. We thought it was a. It was a. Uh, it was a cork. Mm. But he got injured in about the ninth or 10 tenth minute, and he got replaced in the seventy first minute. Because wow. they were leading by quite a bit, so they took him off. And, and he went all right. Yeah, courageous. You got some points as well, got some NRL Nation points. Is that good? That yeah. was
2: very good. Right. Sudox Active Mild Pain Relief Cream for Muscular and Joint Pain. Visit Sudox.com and follow the directions for use. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento winner of Car Sales Car of the Year. Stevie Mitchell's going to join us very
1: soon from
2: the displaced Gold Coast Titans.
1: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For red energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas, and for the Kia Sorento, winner of car sales, car of the year.
3: Welcome back to Badge and Sats and Sports Day. We've got uh, Steve Mitchell, the CEO of the Gold Coast Titans, on. And, um, and big news from the NRL today, uh, moving the Gold Coast Titans uh, to Sydney. The Canberra Raiders were meant to play the Titans at Seabus this week. And also the Cowboys are now playing the Cronulla Sharks at a doubleheader at uh, Jubilee Net, Net Strata Stadium. And uh, as I said, Steve Mitchell's kind enough to join us on Sports Day. How are you, Steve?
0: Yeah, I'm really good, mate. Thank you. Considering, really well.
3: Yeah, well, considering, you're looking at a really healthy crowd this week, uh, upwards of around 18,000 on a uh, an Easter weekend. Um, how did you have to manage a, a message of that magnitude to your, to your fans and, and your members who are looking forward to this week?
0: Oh, they've been really, really good, mate. We're, we're lucky in that um, because of the way the club's going at the moment the team on the field and just, you know, Justin's messaging, we've, we've got a... A really wonderful sentiment out there at the moment for the club. So they uh, they know that this is beyond our control, Um, and they also I think they also understand that the inroads made it in in order to make ensure that the game's going to move forward. So the support on that's been fantastic. I've uh, (laughs) I've got a coach who wanted to play in front of a home crowd, obviously, Mm. Um, and, and as he was saying, that crowd was building. Uh with some of the best ticket sales we've seen in a decade. It was building and yeah, mm. they were in front of the Bronx as you saw when we played up here. They were very loud. Um uh, they were you know, everything you wanted from a, you know, from a fortress uh, to speak of. Um so he was looking forward to that. Um, unfortunately that's not to be. Um we will be in Sydney this week. Um but it is what it is. And um I you know, I said a bit earlier it's um it's much nicer to do, even though it's early in the season nicer to do this and fourth on the ladder than last on the ladder so take the good with the bad so
3: yeah yeah you just you can't change the situation you just got to get on with it from a financial point of view how how do you get compensated for something like this Steve?
0: yeah the the NRL to the credit have been fantastic Um, there's no doubt there's a commercial hit this weekend it was going to be a big game for us Um, the support's been great we've got 2,600 new members as I think I said last time I was on the program sets and every Every one of our commercial suites, seasonal suites has been sold. Our standard boxes are sold as well. Casual ticket sales are building really nicely. So there's a commercial impact with this move, but the NRL are going to, going to help us through that. So, um, we, you know, we couldn't ask more. I mean, they're making a decision to make sure the game's ongoing and we, we're not in a position where if things escalate, we can't play a game, which would be, that, that would be really problematic for the code. So they'll come back and help us with it and, um, we're thankful that we've got fans, members, corporates, and sponsor partners that are um, empathetic. So we just move through mate and get ready for the, get ready for the nights uh, following week. Well,
2: that was my next question was around that, Steve. You don't have any fans or, or corporates that uh, get uh, antsy about this, get upset about it, or given that we've we've tolerated and lived with COVID for 12 months, is it uh, just just uh, accepted?
0: Yeah, I think so, mate. I think it's because most of them have seen it in their own business and we've all been affected by it. And I think everyone knows that it is a legacy of what's, what's happening at the moment. Certainly, we're not where we were a year ago. The vaccination's out in the, in the community at the moment. That's being rolled out. Um, we see this as, a, you know, it's an unfortunate um, twist in the road, but it's a short-term piece to ensure that we can keep going. Uh, and uh, keeps you know keeps supplying the game, keep building our momentum. Mm. Uh, and it, all of our all of our all of our sponsors and corporates have been affected by COVID to some degree. Um, so they all empathise. So they've been they've been very good. We haven't had we have not had one answer a uh, corporate partner or commercial partner at all. They've all been very supportive. So we we're very fortunate. While what we, what we're talking about COVID, um,
2: when yeah. when do the when do the players are they in line to get? Jabbed, or are they? Are they just got to wait as part of the general population? Is there any priority though? I, mean, I know, I know. Some sports were saying they were hoping to get priority, of course, but uh, where do they come in the queue? Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, no priority given. Just uh, as part of a normal vaccination with the rest of the community. There was, um, to your point, there were. And we're um, in inquiries made earlier about maybe being able to get them up the front of the line, elite athletes, but um, that's not the case Obviously, frontline health workers and then the elderly and people that are at risk uh, go first. And the elite players are part of the community like everyone else, so no no extra, no no one gets to get a ticket up in front.
2: The bus couldn't just stop at the CSL factory on the way from the airport to pick up a (laughs) (laughs) few yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I reckon Justin's probably got he's probably got on his maps at the moment driving in that direction honestly. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's scared of needles yeah. anyway
3: <laughs> Justin so it doesn't matter but um, in saying that Steve uh, what's the plan moving forward after the game on Saturday uh, have you told the players to prepare to maybe stay down there for a longer period
0: Yeah, we didn't want to set an expectation that was not going to be um, unreal. So they've been told, and and this expectation was set with us earlier by the NRL, to prepare for two weeks. Um, They're they're hopeful it'll be one week and it'll be a day-by-day sort of monitor of um, obviously testing rates, infection rates, um, and how the Queensland government responds. But, But likewise, it's also the way other um, state governments respond in, in like to, to our, in, uh, our infection rates. So if the ACT government or a Victorian government or you know, one of the other governments looks and goes, at the moment, if you come out of Queensland, you can't come across this border or we can't play you, then that's, that's going to affect us. So we, we are hopeful that this current situation will resolve itself over the next five days and, and then we will be back early next week. If that's not the case, there's a chance we'll be in Sydney for another, another week mm-hmm. through the night's game. Uh, just to ensure that the situation here is under control.
3: Now, I know there's a long way to go till the end of the season and till the end of their contracts as well, and hopefully you re-sign them with the years to come. But, uh, and you don't want to put a hoodoo on the players, but what about your two giants, Tino and Dave Fafita? How good have they been the last two weeks? Uh,
0: they've just been exceptional. Yeah. Like, yeah,
3: and and almost
0: on par off the paddock. They, they, they are... Delightful young men. You don't realise that You know they're both only 21. Um, they're both exceptional around the club, around staff, and their interaction with our know, fans and members and you know, corporates is second and none Tino Tino is one of the most gracious polite athletes that I've ever worked with or young men I've ever worked with. He's just exceptional um, in his makeup and his character, let alone his athletic prowess and his leadership. I was lucky enough to take a group uh, up to the Cows last week and we sat behind the bench and to watch his interaction between the coaching staff and his encouragement of his players as they were coming off was just something to see. I was actually, um, so that's when we, we were at a, a mental league um Rebranding exercise a couple about a yeah. week ago. And there was a gentleman. There was a gentleman in the crowd who was a uh, an ex school teacher uh, who retired, and he he actually um, taught at Gympie for thirty years. And he came up, introduced himself, and he said, "Mate, I just want to let you know, I I taught that um, sorry uh, Tino for so saw Malo Arway uh, and uh, in Gympie, and he had him in grades six and seven. And he said 'I'll tell you, he was hands down the best student I've taught in thirty years.' He said he wow, was wow. unbelievable." Yeah, he said he struggled a little bit at school, but it never played up with him behaviourally. He was always early. He was always super polite. He was always helping the kids in the class. He was always helping me. And this is a coup de grace. was hilarious. He said, I used to coach the footy team. And he said, I had no idea what I was doing. And we'd be we'd kick a ball down into a corner. And they swing and grab the ball. And go the length to the field score against us. We'd kick it into the same corner. Because I only had one set play. We'd kick it into that corner. And he said, uh, Tina would run up to me and say, sir... If we change a kick and kick to the middle of the field, that bloke won't grab the ball and score the tries <laughs> all the time. Well, we'll be okay. And he said he was He was 12 years old and he was coaching me, but very, very politely. <laughs> yeah, just phenomenal. Yeah, so, and I can still see that now, mate. He's, yeah, and David's the same. They've been, they've been wonderful on and off the paddock. So. Sounds like
2: Tino yeah, might be another uh, Petro receiver. Yeah, what I can gather. He's same a- mould. Outstanding bloke. And, and just on that note, before we let you go, how rewarding is it when you sit there and you watch your side play? As well as they did uh, in the last, well, I have in the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks, knowing the hard work that y- you know you and, and Mal and the recruitment staff have have put into turning your roster around.
0: Oh, it's hard to actually. Pay. You know, honestly, I, it, it's so it's just one. It's just a delight. It's a delight to watch these guys, these young men, come together and play with each other. To watch. Justin in his profession uh, I'm just fortunate enough to sort of be a passenger and, and watch that unfold so yeah, to watch that from where we were a couple of years ago, so that's now, is just, um, it's just a wonderful experience I think we've still got, I don't think we're playing great footy yet, I think we've got a lot of improvements still in us and I think if we can continue that tradition over the next three years with these young men here, you know when David and Tino and Film and on that at 23. Um, I think that it's yeah it's got some it's got a wonderful story to it, and I'm, I'm just lucky to be a part of it, Sass, To be honest, and mm. I thank my lucky stars every day.
2: Well, as an ex Raider, I hope that uh, that improvement doesn't all come this weekend when you play <laughs> the Raiders. The Titans. Steve, Steve Mitchell, the come CEO <laughs> of the Gold Coast Titans. I oh, really appreciate you joining yeah. us, mate. And thanks, uh, Mitch. Yeah, and all the best with the uh, the next few weeks.
0: Thanks, Good. Thanks, Thanks. guys.
2: This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorrento, Winner of car sales, car of the year. A hot topic next, Australia's most painful loss in sport. You're
1: listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For red energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And for the Kia Sorento, winner of car sales, car of the year. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com.
2: Mentioned earlier on, we're going to talk here in a hot topic about Australia's most painful loss in sport, Uh, that's which one did you toss up earlier? The um,
3: the uh, Jane Savile. Oh, Jane Savile, the, the
2: gold medal walk, which she was just was a just shoeing. Terrible, terrible. Have you got some text there? You, we've got at least one that's come through. I see that about this.
3: Actually, the text. Yeah, actually, I've Always got a couple it. here. Okay. Um, the Saints' loss, as in the the Dragons' loss in 1967 final against Canary Bankstown, 12-11. 12-11. It ended their 11-year runners' premiers. Uh, the Berries were led by Kevin Ryan, Cando's Ryan. How's tough that painful man. when you've won 11 in a row? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, and George Hero of some of those great grand finals. That's Dave from Terrigal. Yeah, they, right. they went on to play the Bulldogs. They went on to play South and uh, were beaten in the grand final. The intercept by Benny, Bobby McCarthy, one of the great iconic moments.
2: Right. I've got one here from... Um uh, oh, Sporty Gav uh, The worst narrow loss for me would be The Adelaide Test Match 92-93 Yeah, West uh, Indies West Indies beat Australia by one run And Craig McDermott was given out, caught behind
3: Was that when he wasn't out? No. Uh,
2: he was out, out yeah uh, Tim May was at the other end Absolutely. That was a gr- gut wrench. That was a great
3: series I think, From memory it was West Indies won 2-1 They won the l- fifth Test to win the series I think Boone and Lara scored nearly 500 runs and Kirtley Androse. I think he took an average of six, seven wickets a game, a match. It's
2: a bloke who doesn't – you reckon you don't watch cricket.
3: Oh, it's a great series. That, that series, good. Sporty Gav.
2: Mm. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, well, we've got some others here. We've got a bit of audio. Have a listen to this one first.
1: Danger for Australia. The It's an equaliser for
2: Which one was that? 1998. Uh, world Cup qualifier oh, against Iran. Against Iran. So we That was two all that yeah, made we, it.
3: We drew we drew one all in Tehran, which and we, because we scored a, an away goal, we were, That's double points. Yeah, we were, we were winning. And then they came back to the MCG and that's when Harry Kuhl was thrown into the everyone's faces as the the next superstar yeah. of world soccer. Scored a goal at the MCG really early in front of hundred and nine thousand people. And they drew two all, mm. which means they scored more tr- more goals. So more Agrega, away goals. Yeah, Arrika gave them the uh, gave them the win. That was that was heartbreaking. Mm. Mm.
2: All right, um, Dravid and Laxman batting India to a massive uh, upset. Um, very close one. Two
1: thousand and one. Oh, it's four as well. Boy, they
3: are turning it on. He's got it through. That's a fantastic century. Yeah,
2: La- I was up against a good Aussie bowling attack then too, wasn't it?
3: Amazing, amazing. Um, I think it was day three. They they went through a ninety overs. Laxman and Dravid, and Dravid, and um, I think it was Laxman that overtook, or Dra- no, Dravid overtook uh, Sachin Tendulkar. Sorry, uh, Sunil Gavaskar is the highest Indian. Run, yes. t- run taker. Yes, and um, they set this mammoth task for Australia. Eight hundred or something. Yeah, ridiculous. it was ridiculous. And um, Harbhajan Singh, actually, I think he got Australia like seven for sixty-three or something at one stage. Oh. Woogie. Yeah,
0: and Laxman made about two hundred and eighty-five. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Boo.
3: <laughs> All right, and more cricket uh, in two thousand and
2: five. Oh, this hurt the Ashes at Edgebeston.
0: Yeah! Oh. Yeah!
3: Right. Freddie Flintoff, he was the superstar, wasn't he? And both he and Shane Warren, they they shared the Player of the Series. That's the first time they'd won the Ashes since oh, I think it was, it might have been, it might have been twenty years. It was a while. Yeah. it was a long while. Oh,
2: this uh, from Michael, Greg Norman, the Masters. Oh, that was cruel, Michael. Well, which one? There was a few. Yeah. Oh, Larry Mize, was it? Larry chipped Myers had chipped
3: in off the green. There's a couple. That was 86, oh, were, I think. there were some shockers. Yeah, yeah. But, um,
0: Boys, Casper boys, wasn't out either. If there was DRS, he would have oh. been given night because he had his shoulder. Oh, that
3: was in the, the ashes yes. of 2005. Yeah. That, was yeah. that,
0: that was that dismissal.
3: What, yeah. what about uh, Sean has texted in on 0477 736 736. Gentlemen, how about Queensland's domination? over New South Wales in origin. That's a pretty big oh. feat. Consider the New South Wales had good cattle on the pitch every year. You know, the, the worst... The worst team ever in origin history no, last year. That, yeah. um, that that period where Queensland went through, you look at the players that Queensland had, they'd all come through, the junior reps, Queensland schoolboys, Australian schoolboys, they'd all played... They're all sort of one year apart. Yeah. They'd all played alongside each other through all the schoolboys and into the junior reps, and they What's all. That, well, he stretched it out. You want him to keep nah, talking I, about nah, it? it. It's who, meant who to are you talking about, Scott?
0: It's meant to be Australia's heartbreaking losses, not
2: yeah. New South Wales. Move on, boys. Well, New South Wales thinks Move they're on. Australia. Mm. Time's Scott, who, who are you talking? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and what about this one? Uh, the Wallabies up against the All Blacks in two thousand.
1: Right and centre fields. <laughs> Kelleher, <laughs> Randall pops
3: Pretty sure he scored in injury time in that southeastern corner of a and Stadium.
2: The, half the Aussie team on the yeah.
3: way. I, can I t- tell you another real cruel loss? If you're a South Sydney fan, as you are, Woogie, and I am also. Now, Matt the Panther has said, hey, boys, would uh, Adam Reynolds cross Anzac Parade and go to the Roosters? Oh. And Mark from Hurstville said, Roosters need an experienced halfback. South don't want the one they have. That would be a cruel oh, loss. Oh,
2: Woogie'd love that, That'd he? be a
3: very cruel loss. Mm.
2: Mm. Who else has been? Anyone else? Anyone else left the rabbit gone to the roosters? <laughs> Ronnie Q. <Coop. laughs> oh, is cry. Oh, just Elwyn oh. Walls. This goes on. Yeah. Alright, oh, uh, thanks for your text and keep them coming. Uh 0477-736-736. You'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorized Service. Book at Repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Kia Sorrento, winner of car sales, car of the year.
1: You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For red energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas, and for the Kia Kia Sorento, winner of car sales, car of the year. On Sports Day... It's time for the unusual. What? The stupid. What? And the ridiculous. <laughs> Here we go. I'll give you one.
2: Mm-hmm. Craig from Wollongong. Dogs are a certainty to win this week. Always step up on Good Friday. What? They are go. actually. Is that news good. to you? We'll they're playing the Rabbitohs. They yes. always play this game. They
3: always play this game Whoa. against the Rabbits on. Remember that? That was the game where, talking about Adam Reynolds, is in the news. Uh, that's the game with James. Remember James Graham at. He tried to charge down that field goal attempt and took his knee out. Yes. And then it just went bunt went crazy. He sent uh David Klemmer off from the field for abusing the referee then Dogs and rabbits. Yeah. Big
2: games. Grand yep. Final from a few years ago. Yeah. Of course, wasn't it? Alrighty, uh so that's
3: what 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 do you got? Ben Hunt. What what? Ben Hunt. What? He's a playing on Friday with that with that broken leg. What? Yeah, exactly. Oprah, I don't think you play with a broken leg, but um, <laughs> there's some other players that have played with really good injuries. Oh, yeah. John Sattler. Sean Kenny Dow. Toughest bloke in his 2003 family. 2003 Grand Final. Yes. A broken jaw. I remember Craig Gower. He Sam Burgess. Sam Burgess. Cheek, cheekbone. Bone, grand final. I remember Craig Gower uh, in 03, he f- cracked his sternum. And so from about round, from around 10 all the way through to Grand Final, he went away on a tour after that, he took these three massive needles into his sternum oh. every game. He used to wear this big sternum gut and did not complain. And he didn't miss one second of one game oh. that year. Amazing. And every time you
2: breathe, your sternum would oh crack again. What? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Hey, um, tonight, big fight. Yep. Uh, Tim Zoo, Dennis Hogan might still not happen because of Shortsgate. Still what? going on. Yeah. They oh. haven't sorted out the uh the sponsors yet. and Well, nothing that I've read and they're saying – Hogan's saying, "Well, I'm wearing this sponsor on my shorts. I don't care if it conflicts with the sponsor of the fight." What? Yeah, yeah. it'll happen. We know it'll happen. It'll happen. But yeah, he might be wearing
3: other shorts. Do you reckon? What? Oh. I don't reckon. <laughs> I don't reckon it'll happen. I don't reckon it'll the happen. The fight? No, I don't reckon they they won't stop it. No, they don't wear any shorts. Yeah. My listen. My other
2: one is Australian Olympians. Now, very Australian. If you both turned up and fought in jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Australian and Olympians and at and
3: Newcastle, especially been <laughs> The Olympians have been embroiled in a. <laughs> well done, the Australian Olympians have been embroiled in a global row over Chinese forced labour cotton on Wednesday today, as the country revealed its uniforms for the upcoming Tokyo Games. What exactly? What well, the
2: Aussie uniforms?
3: So they're saying that they've got evidence that where the uniforms were made were out of these uh, sweatshops where. Um, in China what? where they're forced labour and...
2: Who, what And what brand running shoes is every single athlete going to wear? Or well, different brands? Lots, lots it, of brands. It's actually and ASIC. And where are they made? It's ASIC. Where are they that's made? That's the brand, yeah. Well, there could be anything. Mm. And running shoes and everything else. Exactly. That's what happens. Yep. So even opera, I don't think is... Opera. Uh, <laughs> Oprah. Oh, she's what? not even stunned about that. Does she like being called opera? Uh, no, no. What? Hey, uh... Tom Carroll lost a world title on an infringement. That's a text there from... Yeah, no, no. Thanks for that. Yeah, we're talking about the uh, the most uh, painful losses, losses in sport for Australia.
3: Bobby G from LTP. Uh, My biggest hurt was losing to Italy with that penalty in the World Cup. Shattered me big time. Um, yeah, that was uh, Lucas Neal, a tackle in the box. Italy got a free penalty, won the game. And ended up going on and winning the world title, Italy.
2: That's right. We would have won world the Cup. World Cup <laughs> yeah. if if they didn't well, rob us we'll in that games. game.
3: Yeah. Come on, Scott. What? Well, hey, Sats, you remember Peter Wallace played with a ruptured testy? Yeah, we, we we do remember. Yeah, exactly, Oprah. That is painful. Oh, you Pete, wouldn't know how painful that is. Peter Wallace probably still, like Wallace still was, too. It right, painful. Oprah. Back in your box.
2: This is Sats and Badge. <laughs> Sports day for Kia. The seven-seat <laughs> Kia Cerrito has just been crowned. Car sales car of the year.
1: It's sports day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game?